All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Working Class Fishing Podcast. Down below me is John Morris. Your left or right, Mr. Sean from the, uh, under the Instagram handle Tackle Box Breakdown. We're going to be talking to him today about all of his cool bass fishing adventures and his other adventures that he does and a little bit about him and everything else. So we're going to get that going. Uh, wanted to say thank you to everybody to start out though. Uh, last couple episodes, you guys have been blowing it up for us. So uh, we really appreciate all the comments. We appreciate all the likes. We appreciate all the views. Uh, you guys are actually starting to watch a little bit more. <laughs> we were just talking about this. So you guys are actually watching a little more. So you guys are actually getting a little bit more into what we're talking about. So we really appreciate that, though, uh, in all honesty. <clears throat> we appreciate all of our friends pushing and promoting and doing everything else for us. So we couldn't do this without you. We've been a little bit uh, tied up, you know, uh, with the uh, life stuff. So we're not able to go on Instagram and, and feed the machine, so to speak. But we'll try to throw some stuff out there for you guys to look at every once in a while. But nonetheless, today we have Sean Tacklebox Breakdown from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. This guy is a bass slayer, man. We always see all of his bass <laughs> pictures. He's always liking all of our pictures. Uh, you know, we, we talk, uh, I, I know him and John talk a lot, but, uh, he's, he's one of our, our best followers. We love seeing his stuff. We love, uh, talking to him and everything else. So Sean, welcome to the show. We're really happy to have you here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, yeah, first off, man, thanks a lot for having me. Uh, I'm super grateful for the invite. I've been talking to John. I don't know. I think I talked to him first. Um, and, oh gosh. Sorry. <laughs> Look at that. We were just talking about that, Jazz. There we go. There you go. Was I frozen some weird position? No, no, all not right, at all. Uh, <laughs> it was flowing. It was flowing. You're good. Um, so, yeah, I started talking to John somewhere around, I don't know, March or something of this year, maybe April or something like that, and uh, became buds with this guy. Never um, met him in person, you know, but talked back and forth on Instagram pretty often um and he's a really good dude and uh, it's been great knowing him so <laughs> i did i appreciate of, that <laughs> that's kind of yeah that's how i got to uh you know got to know you guys or start following your whole deal but um yeah my name's sean and uh i uh grew up in in corpus christi on the beach you know padre island area and uh fish down there and then uh moved all over the place and now we live in dallas and try to get on fish every day i try to fish you know three four times a week at least uh is the plan uh, anytime i get i don't have all the the buddies i used to have and all the crazy yikes that used to be and and i try to leave it you know uh, family and fishing now you know and just focus on that focus on work family fishing and just you know finish the rest of this life in that form i suppose you know <laughs> yeah yes sir so yeah, and then uh, the Instagram, you know, the Instagram page, Tacklebox Breakdown, um, that was started. I really just started that to document my uh, coming from salt back to bass after leaving, you know, freshwater fishing when I was a kid. Uh, well, not even a kid, you know, eighteen or whatever, um, and and kind of leaving that, and you know, doing other things in life. But uh, so I wanted to document, like, okay, because everybody's like, ah, it's just like, you know, fishing for red and speck trout. They, you know, they're predatory you know opportunistic feeders are going to hit it you know put it in their face fast 
reaction strike, that kind of jazz. So, and uh, I started getting back on, you know, fishing with, with my grandmother when I was a kid. Um, it was like a, a, a super small tackle box with uh, some worm hooks, some lead weights, and some like spinner baits. And that was her whole tackle box. And then it was night crawlers and chicken livers. And what John calls um, indicators, which of course, <laughs> right? So um, that was kind of all we fished with, dude. And we would, we would get on all kinds of fish as a kid. And she was, um, uh, my grandmother, my dad's mom, she, she was great. She has this huge, you know, this eight pound, my dad has it now in the garage of his house. And this mounted uh, eight pound, you know, beautiful large mouth from Alabama. And it might be a spot because of that area. Who knows? You know, I didn't really pay attention. It's all orange and stuff now because of the, you know, how they preserved them back then, like in the seventies with the mm -hmm. lacquer or whatever. It's all turned, tar like uh, tarnished or whatever. Um, which that was a good bloodline that should have went back in the water. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but right at that size, you shouldn't, I mean, but that also, that's a whole different time. Now we can have like, uh, what are they called? The replica mounts or whatever. Um, but yeah, so what the Instagram thing was pretty much just rambling. Uh, the Instagram thing was pretty much just to document, uh, bass fishing for myself and getting back into that. And then, um, you know, I saw, you know, a few people kind of enjoyed it and I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll turn it up and, and, uh, dive deeper, you know, and, and really geek out on the, the tackle and everything. And, and that's exactly what I did. You know, <laughs> every waking moment is podcast and YouTube and between tactical bassing and everything they've ever done. And, you know, uh, all of that kind of stuff. And, and I kind of hear this is the, that's kind of like the norm. And, you know, like I said, I don't have, I don't have a bunch of friends up here. I've got, you know, a few friends from work or whatever, but we don't fish together. They don't even go outside. You know what I'm saying? They're kind of the, what's Netflix kind of guys. So, <laughs> you know, they're just yeah. in the house watching TV kind of feathers. But, um, so I don't really have a whole bunch of, uh, of that, but yeah, man, that's, that's kind of uh, where that started. Was the, just to document, you know, the learning curve. So when you get started with your your grandparents or your grandmother, and then you're like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna make this Instagram to start cataloging this stuff for myself." And now you're just you're literally out there fishing every day, like you are you are on. You were on them. I my favorite hashtag that you have on Instagram is lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll trade I'll trade McDonald's for that any day. Right. Um, so I'll just take a little sandwich or something with me and then find some bodies of water. And John knows in North Texas there is water everywhere. Um, especially wow. on like the Fort Worth side of Dallas. It's like uh, wetlands, like literally like wetlands, just water everywhere, everything from creeks and rivers and ponds and lakes all over in between the trinity river spreads off so many little things from it and uh it's a fun place um, if you're into that style and i don't just bass fish um that's just what i target the most and that's my i think that's the most fun for where i'm at the most fun fish to target in my area um and uh and learning their different you know their different little uh 
uh, personalities and quirks and daily changes, literally hourly changes. Shit. So, yeah. And, uh, and that makes it fun too. It's an always learning thing. I don't think any angler at any age is just like, yeah, that's a big deal. Um, I don't know where I heard that the other day was uh, on a podcast, of course. I'm just like beating this stuff in my head all the time. I don't know if that's healthy, dude. Is this healthy? Oh, it's totally <laughs> healthy. Just, just eat it all. You're, you're good. Um, but it was uh, be a learner and not a knower. Mm-hmm. So once you feel like, okay, I've got this little section dialed in as far as just baits in general, because now, I mean, look at the, the JDM market for bass fishing every day. Some crazy new thing comes out, dude. And some of these things are crazy. It's like, who's throwing that? Yeah. But um, uh, so uh, to be a learner and not a knower. So I don't ever, I don't ever want to be, I don't think anyone can ever be um, at that point where it's like, I know everything there is about anything because these fish will make you a liar tomorrow. Yep. Everything yeah. you think you know about them. Yeah. You don't, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> and I, I, I really, um, that's uh, kind of a little thing with me with the, and I get being confident and some of these dudes are confident, but there's like this area where like, even you, man, can also be, you know, the fish can make you a liar as well. So I love that about it. You know, you never know what's, what day is, what the day is going to bring one out there. It, yeah. it's all it's go ahead brian <laughs> no, I, I was just agreeing with him yeah uh, they, this will make you a damn liar that's for sure yeah and, and a heartbeat and you yeah. know it's it's that it's that attraction to that puzzle i think fishing right. is an inquisitive sport to be honest right. it's maybe it's not chess maybe it's not checkers but it really racks your brain yeah because it's not the same literally like you said man in, in 10 minutes and five minutes in an hour yeah the wind changes anything cloud moves anything mm-hmm. anything something and yeah. i'll just throw off the bite and then it's back yeah. to the drawing board figuring it out and i think that's something what coming by in his bass boat at like 27 miles an hour throwing the biggest wake you've ever seen and you're sitting in this little kayak like, <laughs> you <know? Yeah>. so, <laughs> that'll throw off the bite and your attitude i promise <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely hey. They yeah. just, uh, I really appreciated something. I, 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 I see all your posts, dude. You know that I'm, I appreciate we're, you. We're, we're always talking pretty much yeah. every day, but something you said the other day really made me, I was like, this is, this is awesome. And you were talking about PFDs. Yeah. Dude, especially like you really don't and kayak guys, like, I don't know if you just like taking risk in your own hands or people on jet skis or even the paddle boards, like right. if PFDs are a big deal, man, you know, like you said, that guy comes ripping by at 27 miles per hour. Yeah. He's he not fast. It. He's not hauling ass, but the weight that that boat throws because of that speed, you guys know between playing yeah. whatever the jazz is. So yeah, keep going. <laughs> it, it'll, yeah. no, it'll, yeah, it'll, you, it'll flip run. you. It'll yeah. flip you, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, you'll you'll lose everything you got in that gack in your life if you're not careful. And if you've been doing it for any amount of time, now you've got comfortable. So your phone's out, all your baits are out, you got everything's out. You know, the rods are just laying; they're not tethered anymore. Yeah. You know, the rope from your anchor is all wrapped up everywhere. So if you do roll, now it's in your feet. There's just things to think about. So. 
Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest hazards that I see out there, uh, you know, fishing day in, day out trolling or, you know, either on a kayak or on the boat or whatever else is, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't seem to understand that, that you know, the, the volume of water that their boat moves. Like here, right. we don't necessarily have bass boats, but we have these wake boats for like towing skiers and wakeboarders and all that. And they're designed to put out a massive amount of wake. And I've watched everything from recreational paddle boarders to guys on Hobies that are out kayak fishing, you know, they, they might be trolling or maybe they're just working the edge of a bank as the river gets shallower, you know, and you know, this, the waves get bigger because it, 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 it's like, it, it's and bowling. so, yeah. Yeah, you just see this boat disappear yeah. in like this trough. It's like watching people <laughs> offshore yeah. in the ocean. It's just like on a bad yeah, day, it's like, really like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And and you know that they're doing this and they're probably, you know, they probably lost a bag of worms and, you know, some other stuff overboard while they're getting thrashed around. But yeah, the yeah. PFD thing, that's, that's really important because you just never know. Uh, things can happen so fast. So yeah, I, I agree. That that's a good post to put up, you know, it's not, yeah, for sure. you know, and, and get I've one that's me. comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I don't know, I think it's a cool thing. I see a dude, you know, where I think that's anyways, that's, that's kind of a broken record with people that, and especially if you ever, you know, if you ever turned over your yak, just getting back on it. Yeah. You know, sucks. And, that's a pain, man. And practicing it isn't a bad idea, you know, in a, you know, controlled by, you know, yeah, shallow, not windy day, whatever, whatever. But, um, sorry. I think that's a big deal that we overlook, um, as, as beginners jumping in, you know, and I've been kayak fishing since, uh, 12 years old, 13 years old, cruising up and down the Frio um, and all over the place, you know, um, since a kid, and uh, as a kid, that wasn't, um, especially visiting Alabama, uh, because that side of the family is way more loose with rules in that area, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. as far as uh, every, everything. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, it's a big deal once you find out, and especially in current. So, yeah. Absolutely. So thanks for noticing that, John. You know, I didn't, you know, it wasn't a, a it wasn't to be like, that like I was talking about knowing earlier, you need to just yeah. have it. Hey, man, that's your life. Your wife wants you to come home. Your kids want you to come home. You know, so they, you know, you know, I used to work at that god awful place, and I'd I'd talk to you all the time, and I'd complain about it. But there was this one poster yeah. that was in the break room that meant something to me as much as i hated that place the poster was great and it said when you gamble with safety you gamble with your life yeah i was like man i hate this place but that's so good <laughs> for sure that's yeah that's <laughs> it's thing. true it's not nothing to play with yeah um and that's the you know that's the serious side of it but we just can't can't leave it as a, as not but, a big deal as it is but dude the bass bite has been strange in Texas. Weird. It's yes, been weird. So crazy. And doing things that people say are not you shouldn't be doing that right now. And I'm catching fish. We're catching fish like that. And I think that's the reason. Because, <laughs> because they just something they're not seeing in these, you know, ridiculously pressured waters in Texas. 
um, everybody is an angler up here. Buddy. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, even, you know, like, I, hey, my wife started fishing a year ago, got her a Zebco 33. Now she's throwing <laughs> a, a loose um, caster combo and, and jigs and stuff. So, nice. you know, she was a quick, she's a quick study. Yeah. Day, so. <laughs> yeah, to go from a Zebco 33 to a loose uh, casting combo, yeah, you'd have to be a pretty quick study. Yeah, she didn't even want to have no, she doesn't want nothing to do with those spinning rods of mine. None of them. Really? So, yeah, <laughs> even the pretty ones, man. I'm like, hey, this was pretty, right? Man, just... <laughs> man spinner rods pretty <laughs> darn versatile, but uh, yeah, I right. guess right. you know, I mean, I guess you can do it all with a bait caster too. So yeah, I guess it looks it, it just looks cool when you're out there on the dock and you right. just push and you go whap like that, whap. you know, and, you <laughs> yeah. just, and, and it just arc a cast, you know, with a little six and a half foot rod, like a hundred yards. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I totally that's get good. it. <laughs> yeah. Fun stuff. And that's, I mean, we're not, you know, everybody has to find what their deal is, man. And, and that's kind of, that's where we're at with the, with the whole kayak deal. So I'm, I'm really excited about uh, the pedal kayak when, when we get that guy, because um, it's for her, um, <laughs> which means um, on her days off or yeah, on her days off, she'll get to use the pedal kayak, but on my days off, I get to use the pedal kayak. So, you know, that's, that's a fun trade, you know, and, yeah. uh, and the, the paddle kayak is great because you can get such skinny water and way back into areas that mm -hmm. no one can get to especially when it's grown over trees, over the creek. And you can almost touch, you know, your paddle from left to right on the oh, yeah. bank, you know, and then it opens <laughs> up again. Those are fun spots. And then it yeah. opens up again. Those well, they're hidden. That, that's the cool part. Yeah. They're hidden. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of like taking an adventure and, you know, you're going to roll around one of those corners and you're just going to see like a monster boil out of the water. And you're like, oh, I'm going for that one. Yeah, that's funny. Have another day. And um, <laughs> uh, with, with the wife there too. And, uh, and uh, it, it uh, right against the bank. And I was, I was casting, fan casting that whole area. And then I heard it near the bank. And then I saw the boil and I cast past it real fast. A-speed reel, real, you know, burned it yeah. past it and it hit it. And I was like, uh, I was like, well, that's the first time that's happened you know so <laughs> you just like call it like yeah he's gonna hit that and then it happens is um that's fun stuff so it's just about the fun and the experience man and you only got one time to live this life bring it out so i had i had a question for you um you you know you you said that you you started out as a kid fishing salt water and then you went to freshwater i mean have you been continued basically since you were a kid just continuously fishing through you had any breaks in between anything like that yeah, um, uh, was playing in a band for a while and uh, stopped fishing during that time of life. Had my kiddos, and uh, fishing was just kind of this. Uh, every three months, we'll run out to Packery Channel and get some spec trout to put on, you know, to fry up, and make some ice puppies and stuff. So it was just kind of this, uh, you know, go get your limit of spec trout, and that was, you know, every three or four months as a, a recreation deal during that time, even, even if that, because we, you know, we were driving around everywhere trying to make this, this band deal happen, which didn't work out. Um, uh, but it was fun. And that's, uh, that was kind of the break time from fishing. Um, but yeah, for the most part, you know, every, you know, any chance we get that, cause that's kind of a, a any, and if you're an outdoorsman, that's kind of like the point behind it. If you're an outdoorsman, dude, and your family is as well, 
of just going uh, on those trips uh, when you're an outdoorsman like that, you're going, you're going on these trips to amazing places and you're going to fish while you're there. Right. So, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead and restart your video really quick. Sorry you guys. Go. You're good. Uh, you're oh, you're good. good. Yeah. So you're going to these outdoors, you know, um, all these amazing places to go camping or whatever. And so fishing is just kind of like this byproduct that comes with all of those, uh, you know, those adventures. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And, and that's, that's what I was just, I was curious about because yeah, you know, you, you, he, when you live close to salt water, obviously the best place to go fish is the salt water. You got big, mean, aggressive fish in the salt water. It doesn't matter where you're at. And they're pretty easy to catch because they're indiscriminate biters. So when you hear somebody say, yeah, yes. I fished salt water. And then I went back to freshwater. It's kind of the freshwater is weird because it's like, you know, the fish aren't as big. They don't fight as hard as the offshore fish or even the ones that are like in bays or lagoons or anything. I, right. And the, ocean is this, this, the ocean is this, uh, place of, uh, viciousness and tyranny and just things being attacked and ripped apart daily. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of days, uh, a couple of shows back, you guys had on 12 height, 12. Zach. Oh yeah. Yeah. Zach. Yeah. Zach. Okay. And he was talking about, um, nature is metal or metal outdoors. I can't yeah. remember the name of yeah. why. I instantly looked it up and followed him on Instagram, of course. And, uh, it's, that's what it is. And that's kind of how the ocean is. It's super brutal. Um, and it's always go, 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 go. There's no stopping. Once it turns on in that area, shrimp start popping, whatever's going down, it's on, right? Yeah. Where this type of fishing, I mean, other than maybe bluegill, because they'll just nail anything. But um, <laughs> uh, this type of fishing, these, I don't want to call these fish smart per se, but they, dude, they will come and inspect your jig. If you've watched a bed fish, if you fished on beds and watched these fish, this spring sorry <laughs> left field right here this yeah. spring um there's two fish on bed i'm casting out there they're both inspecting it the male pushes the bigger female the bigger fish the female away from the bed go 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 pushes her away and then picks up my bait set the hook so they're not um you know that's that's not happening in those no it's just fast paced all the time so that's what you're talking about nobody those yeah. fish are not going to slow down to look out for each other no um like bass it was really weird i got to watch like a romance novel right there yeah um <laughs> you know unfold so. yeah if you get it like on an incoming tide i don't know how it is in the gulf of mexico but here on an incoming tide it turns into an absolute bloodbath absolute bloodbath with like you know rock bottom fish and things like that you'll throw, yeah. you'll throw like a, like a six inch, like monkey milk grub out there, like with a curly tail on it, you bomb it out in a jetty and it just gets destroyed. And you reel that fish in and bang, another one, bang, another one, bang. And pretty soon yeah. you've got like 40 or 50 fish and they're just toothy and they're, they're you know, their eyes are bugged out because you hauled them <laughs> off the bottom too fast. Bottom right. Ladders out. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, oh, it, but they're just, they're so insane. You know, the, the ocean fish surf perch, uh, lingcod. Yeah. I've caught other fish and had lingcod grab them as I'm reeling them oh, up, yeah. you know, it's, it's like, what is going on out here? Tuna, you know, tuna's one that's yeah, like insane. insane. So uh, halibut too, you know, so, but yeah, the, the, that offshore thing though, I, I find that intriguing with you because um, 
do you often go back and fish saltwater now or do you stay close to home and just fish the fresh oh yeah with my boys and my wife we go um we go to uh, i take we go to Packery Channel and uh, Port Aransas area, Padre Island area, and we were down there about two or three months ago. And and the boys are fourteen and fifteen now, so they just get out there spinning gear and go take care of it. So yeah, and uh, that's fun, man, to watch them just get out there and get on some small, you know, little twelve-inch dinker speck trout. But they're fun little, and they're toothy as hell too. Yeah, um, fun little fish to to um to catch, and, and the boys love it. So as much as we can, you know, um, you know, work 60 hours a week and, uh, and, uh, the family and the deal, and now we're about to move. So there's another adventure, you know, I'm packing up every single load. Oh my God. Don't you love that moving? Oh man. So yeah. Nope. So it's time for, you know, one more of those adventures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah moving's not fun. I feel your pain, dude. Oh man. Man. But yeah, then we'll still get on some fish. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. We'll still go try to find some fish, you know. So awesome. yeah, that's what that's the reset, man. That is the reset, you know, and you gotta have it. Everybody has their little thing, and that's the reset for us. It's fishing and you guys too, and all the fish family, man. And and uh and that's a big deal. All of you guys on Instagram that John and Brian and everybody that has ever showed us uh, love man or showed me love that is awesome i greatly appreciate it um that's that's huge to me that people would take a few seconds out of their life to just read this bs this dude's writing down look at this picture he took of a fish right okay you got a fish right but they appreciate it because they know what went in it behind it right so mm -hmm. when i see your pictures i know there was work that went in you know there was footsteps and, and stuff that went in behind catching that that wasn't just you know you cast one time and that fish was on. Every every fish takes effort. And just like you yes. said, every fish takes effort. All the fish that you catch, it took effort. It took effort for you to get to the bank. It took effort for you to go Absolutely. to the tackle shop and get the stuff, the gas in your vehicle, the work that you have to do to be able to put the gas in your vehicle to get down to the bank. The fact That's that right. you take your kids out and you bought your kids gear so that they could go fish. You know, everybody, everybody gets enamored with like, the image, you know, but they right. don't understand how much more deeper it goes. It's like the, the folks on YouTube, they'll, they'll see somebody hook something and, and they, they're like, oh yeah, man, they just, they, they caught a bunch of fish. I'm going to click like, blah, 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 blah. And, and sometimes that's good enough. It's like, Hey, you know, that's cool. You went the extra mile, but then you'll hear people say, oh, it's just a stupid thing. Well, there's a lot of work that goes into that. It's not just right. like content creation and all that. You know, it, there's a lot of work. So, um, for sure. Anyways, I'll stop cutting John off here because I know John's got something else. He... <laughs> Dude, so what what is your go-to bait right now or your technique? It's not just bait. There's There's got to be a group of them because I know the fish is yeah. shit. Let's yeah, be honest, right? it's even been down, pretty even bad. Down to these, even down to like the classic little, damn, I wish I had um, something like that, but just tiny and and white. Just a okay. regular soft, you know, soft plastic swim bait and half the size. This is just what I have on the desk right here. You know what I mean? So um, a little 2.5 or whatever white swim bait, 16th ounce jig head, you know, um, stuff like that is uh, is kind of the clutch backup stuff. But I love swim jigs and that's my go-to. That's my go-to thing is jigs in general, like 
pitching a flipping football, dragging over rocks, whatever. Mm-hmm. But swimming a jig right now, I haven't had, to be honest, I haven't had a bad month swimming a jig since March. February wasn't hot with swimming a jig, but every month from Fe- from March till now, I've caught fish on a swimming jig every month. Um, so that's been an amazing bait for me this year. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's really, and it's, I don't even know if it's about so much the bait um, because I can take a Texas rig crawl, you know, and swim it past the same area and probably get nailed also. So, mm-hmm. you know, on like a eighth or quarter ounce tungsten pegs, four odd EWG with a whatever crawl on it, you know, and I'm sure it'll get nailed too swimming past there. Um, but something about the areas that I've been picking have been like, uh, they've, they've been reaction most of the spots. Do you think you've been picking those spots because you've had such success on swim jigs? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably so. So now I look for rock points and I look for cuts around drains and stuff like that. So, you know, these little areas that I know the fish that are in those areas kind of like that reaction style bait. So. You know, I, I'm it, probably, I'm sure a square building work and a few other things yeah. too, but yeah, go ahead, John. Sorry. No, I was just saying, dude, it's like, as, as rudimentary as it sounds, like you're talking about like the points and the cutouts around drainage pipes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Spots that look like they ought to hold fish probably have fish in them, you know? They probably like, hold some fish, bud. Might have fish if it looks like, if it looks a little fishy, probably fishy. I, I probably go so, fishy. Yeah. And what's it going to hurt to uh, cast past it a few times, two or three, it's not, come on. So... And even the sludgy stuff, I'll throw into the nastiest stuff and come back with a whole salmon bowl on it. But, <laughs> you know, they, and, and that's what it takes too. So it's just those weird things that people aren't, you know, they feel pressure in a spot. They're going to move, you know, they have to. I think, uh, you know, that's every living creature on this earth. Your first, your first thing is self-preservation on this planet. That's your first, you know, uh, go-to in life is preserve life, you know, so these fish are no di- different than that, so they're, you know, they feel f- pressure, they're going to go to someplace that's not pressured, and it's usually those weird, you know, that's just, they're always saying in, in everything you read, you hear is look for the, you know, the differences, look for the stuff that's, that is uh, uh, anomaly or whatever, stuff that's not normal. Yeah, do you, do you ever get where, you know, your guys's bite just turns on red hot and then just shuts off like a light switch? Yeah. Well, yesterday, what was yesterday? Sunday? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Happened yesterday. Four fish in about 20 minutes and yep. yeah, shut Done. it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Noticing. Now she, she hopped on the kayak and worked for three hours to get one more fish. So you want to talk Dang. about it, that? She grounded up. She, yeah, she handled it yesterday to get that fish because she was like, I'm, I'm, it's going to happen. I'm going to work for it and get it. You see, that was the thing. And I don't know who said it. Um, I don't know. It was one of those, you know, one of those pro fishermen, uh, pro anglers um, on one of the tours, <laughs> the money paid to it. But um, they had said, uh, the reason I catch so many fish is because I cast a shit ton of times. I'm always casting. So if you're, if your bait's not in the water, you can't catch fish. You know, if, it's, if the fish aren't there, you can't catch fish. And I know who said that. Odd Defoe said that. He said, uh, <laughs> the fish are where you find them. Now that sounds like so, um, I don't know, 
so crayon, so crayon and toned down, you know, mm-hmm. the fish are where you find them, right? But no, that's a, that's a real deal. You got to look and find them, brother. You got to go cast. Yeah. So, well, it, that's it, the thing. And the, and the, let the, te- the fish teach you, be learning. Let the mm-hmm. fish tell you what they want. Yes. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. No, oh, no. I, w- I was just going to say, uh, it, it's John's got me nerding out. Well, no, no, it, uh, we can we can nerd out here on bass because uh, you guys have the best bass fishing state on planet Earth, or you know the best bass. Arguably, fishing. one of the three or four, sure. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have excellent bass fishing. I was telling you before we started this up here in the Pacific Northwest. There's a few of us that love bass fishing, you know, and I think that there's more people because they're moving from like Texas and the Midwest and everything else. Uh, but, right. but most of like the, the guys that have been up here, uh, for ever, you know, like myself and all that, excluding myself, they consider the bass to be trash fish. Okay. Right. So there's not a lot of emphasis on like when the bass want to bite or when they start biting, there might be a few guys out there that really nerd out on it, but sure. no more than a month ago, you could throw out a whopper plopper and you could drill smallies. Now smallies aren't known for hitting top water, like you know prolifically they're not like a large mouth but you can right. you can count on them to either hit like a, a rebel popper or a whopper plopper anything like that you just throw it out yeah. into a gravel flat in a river and boom you know they're just blown out of the water and uh, right. then then one day it was like hell froze over and they shut down so then you throw a jig out there well you get maybe one or two on a jig and then right. that goes away then you throw a worm out there uh, you might get one or two on a worm then you start trolling salmon gear and guess what you get annihilated on basically a round bill crankbait looking plug for a salmon. Right. And you have them right. side hooking themselves. I mean, they're just doing stupid stuff. They're coming up trying to grab this thing, getting trolled three miles an hour on, on a nine foot heavy action three, rod. And all your rod it, does. It yeah. Well, you can have a three pound bass on and all your rod's doing is this, you know, and you're like, why is it running funny? Am I hitting bottom? You reel it up and here's like this beast of a small mouth on there. And you're like, wow. you, you just kind of string it out of the water. You're like, well, I wasn't expecting that. You know, and, and, they're hit, and the colors they're hitting is like Pepto-Bismol pink or like, yeah. or like bright chrome with, with uh, orange tiger stripe. I mean, just the most bizarre stuff. Right. And that's, that's, um, that's another awesome point the bizarre stuff. And yeah, um, some of the, uh, some of the guys that, that I really enjoy you know, talking with on um, Instagram, like Jay at Catching Dogs, John, um, uh, Tien, uh, Tennessee Yak Tackle. Yeah, yeah, Vern. Vern, <laughs> yeah. dude's cool. Um, and uh, just watching, you know, and just learning off of each other, man. You know, just seeing what, what, they're, what they're using and then studying that, and that helps each other. We're building off of each other. And, and even if, uh, if I haven't seen it before, like you were saying with this Pepto-Bismol pink stuff, um, there's a guy in the Dallas area named John Shin, and uh, he, um, he he catches a lot of huge bass, and he's usually throwing some crazy stuff like that. Um, Pepto-Bismol pink and off-the-wall green and all this crazy stuff that I wouldn't even think about purchasing, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I've been beating my head, green pumpkin, black and blue, red, white, whatever, right? These few handful of go-to colors, and... Uh, but yeah, that's how you do it, is switching it up. And uh, my wife does that too. She'll she uh, her thing is cute jigs catch fish, so she'll <laughs> she'll grab little stuff like these little crappie. Hey, that, that's a hot she color. Hey, she doesn't know that this is a crappie bait, brother. She knows it's cute. Yeah, and it'll catch fish. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, 
that's that's what it takes so yeah that's, uh, that's fun a, that's, that's a fantastic color i i love that color for just fantastic. about everything yeah, yeah. Awesome. pink and well, chartreuse hey. yeah right on yeah <laughs> Dude, so with all the, we've got so many species here in Texas. Yep. What brings you back to bass, dude? What um, is that fascination with bass that just keeps you on the river? The spinner bait when I was a little kid with my grandmother and taking those trips and walking apart, walking across big, huge drainage pipes that go across rivers and creeks to get to the good spots and baby don't fall in. Those memories kind of help, you know, help um take me back because you know who doesn't miss those times yeah yeah of not worrying about light switches and life right and having to worry about all of the deal you know all the stuff in day-to-day -day living um and you just wake up and today we're going fishing that's the most exciting shit on earth so and that's how you know getting back to that kind of um, childhood feeling that's that's awesome um to answer your question and it's the spinner baits man um that first bass that I caught on the uh, spinnerbait, uh, you know, 10 years old or whatever, that wasn't awesome. Cause I'm just cruising this thing. I'm like, there's nothing, nothing's ever going to get this deal. And I've been watching Bill Dance throw it this way. And I've been watching Jim <laughs> Houston throw it this way. And I've been watching Miller Martin throw it this way, right? Yep. So <laughs> every, that was all the content creators fishing at the time in the nineties, yep. early nineties. So um, don't forget uh, in fisherman, Al Lindener, remember him? that yeah he was the musky guy yeah well he he also did so back in the early 80s he did was a it film East, it was the oh okay he, no maybe not but but he also did the in fisherman that was a show that was on after i think bill dance or roland martin one okay, of the two then, yeah, but I he did a video yeah. it was funny he did a video with roland martin back in like 1983 and they had like they had these big gaudy like mitchell 300 spin reels and and when yep. they'd flip the bail go clock like that and it's like <laughs> and, and they would have to like back reel to fight the fish dude it was so cool i'll, I'll have to send you a link oh, it's on youtube i watched yes, like please. roland martin and waiters wading through the swamp oh, throwing spinner baits i was like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah those are legends so oh yeah yeah john that's that's kind of what brought me back to you know bass fishing was that excitement of um, you know just be on the creek and, and the wherever wherever you're at trying to outsmart these fish <laughs> yeah we, we don't give you know we don't want to call them smart because i think we'd like to think we're i know the, the more intelligent being but man i feel i can feel pretty dumb out there on the water sometimes yeah i've watched during spawn i've watched these fish look at my bait i mean nose down completely smell tasted a little on the trailer and then look at me like buddy are you joking <laughs> so you know what I mean? you can stay there for two hours i'm not hitting that so um so are they i don't know i mean they're not they're not going to do math but they know what the hell real and fake is yeah so <laughs> yeah. oh it's just amazing you, you can have a full school of fish throw a bait into the middle of them you know or or a pot or whatever whatever you call it but uh, you, you throw a, into a middle of a bunch of fish and you're like, one's got to take it. Just one of them. One of them. That's it. One of them. And they all just kind of swim around like nothing's there. You do a little wiggle. You whip the end of the rod. You do all this, you know, and they don't yeah. want to take it. That's That's got to be like the, the crux of, of the fishermen is like the, that, 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 that constant like, 
I know you're there and you're yeah. not wanting to play, you know, yeah. <laughs> but that what I, is the that's deal? the allure of it, you know, the puzzle. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. And it just freaks me. You find these bass that have gorged themselves on teenage quotated year bass. You know what I'm saying? As far as their lifespan goes, these, you know, 12, 14 inch fish or whatever. And there's this, you know, three, four pound fish that's trying to eat this 12, 12 inch, one pound fish and it's dead. So that tells me these things are gluttons and they're super aggressive. And why won't they hit this little tiny crawl? So, you know what I mean? <laughs> so like you're saying, and the puzzle is real brother. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes they just play. Sometimes they just play ball. So that's the fun days for sure. Yeah, dude. Lately for me, it's been like trying to put a, a square block in a circle hole. Just like, <laughs> just yeah, like what? Why aren't you well, working? Yesterday, not yesterday, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, no. Didn't no, not yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, John John had his uh, tour de force out there on the river, so that, that was a pretty good day oh, of uh, fly fishing. Oh. Yeah. I had a guy yelling at the me. The phone situation and everything, man. That was dude, an adventure for you. I, I'm not trying to take away from you, but yeah, dude, truck broke down on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, I got a text at like 4.30 in the morning, my time. Yeah. Like, dude, my truck won't oh, start. Go <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah, truck I broke down. I didn't even down. know it was all that. Yeah, my, tr my truck broke down, and uh, everything was saying alternator. But I just replaced the alternator. I just replaced the battery. Mm -hmm. I take my tire off. I'm jacked up on the side of the road underneath my truck, hoping that it doesn't fall off this little scissor jack. I get it fixed. I get everything back running. It cranks. I head to the river. I get to the river, and I can't find a spot to fish because there's nine people there. Oh, so I walk up on the other oh, side of the bank, dude. No. I wade across <laughs> the river, walk in the woods, about, about eat it in some gopher holes get down off the bank on the other side and I have like no room to cast. So I'm casting and this dude starts hollering at me, like physically angry, yelling at me. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you such an asshole? <laughs> and yeah, anyway, anyway, dude, I move up river. I, I catch, catch a few fish. As soon as they leave, three people stand in the middle of the river, by the way, which I don't know. That's like where the fish move, and you're kind of shouldn't yelling. be where they hang out. Exactly, say. dude. Yeah. And he <laughs> he was yelling at me, telling he was telling me I was spooking the fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, you're doing it, man. That's all you, John. Yeah, yeah you got you, you, you got to witness amateur hour on the stocked river. Oh, you know, man, I got to commend you, brother, because the the truck broke down, the damn gopher holes, the frustration, and you're still out there ready to cast that's awesome um and you didn't uh, uh take that into your own hands with that dude yelling at you like that i'm sure you know dude, but the, the cherry on top <laughs> the cherry on top so right. i know it's coming i throw up into these under this tree and i hang one of the limbs one of the submerged limbs break, break my line off right so i'm over here retying all my stuff i get it all retied I throw it back out there, boom, I hit this huge bluegill. I get it in. I'm like, yes, finally, Skunk, skunks yes. out the boat. And That's like, it. I, I was like, I need to take a picture. It's for the gram, right? 
I opened the pocket on my waders, dude. I opened the pocket on my waders. It's waterproof, right? I reach in that son of a bitch, dude, and it's full of water. That's where my phone was. No, just soaking, just marinating. Just, oh, yeah, just soaking (laughs) in swamp juice, bro, right there in my waders. (laughs) But I caught a mess of trout, dude. Yeah. And I'm still here talking to some dudes about fishing, so it ain't all bad. (laughs) No, man. And that's awesome that you have that attitude about it too poof what a morning yeah you gotta just get back out there and grind it out but um yeah yeah so uh as far as like your your future fishing plans here sean uh you know i mean we talk to people about like their social media presence and everything else what you got any like big trips planned coming up down the road here any like big like adventures to fish or are you just gonna stick around home and beat them up Oh no! Well, that's that's definitely the plan. The latter part there, and uh, the 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 first part. Um, yeah, we're always taking trips. Um, uh, I think it was last month. It was Louisiana. No, last month it was Louisiana, and the month before, I think it was the month before, it was Arkansas. And, we're, nice. and then a few weeks ago, we were in Pudgy Island. So you know, every time we can, you know, life is real, and, and finances are finances. And, mm-hmm. You know, you got to put things in order, right? First. But, um, yeah, yeah, we try to travel and, and have as much fun as we can. And that's kind of the, the, the plan with the deal, you know, and if people want, if people want to jump on and we grow together and, and, uh, fish family and, and look out for each other and stuff, that's awesome. Let's do that. Let's learn off of each other, and build together. And I think that's kind of a, um, a thing that's dying just in general, you know, and, and in the fishing community, you can find some of the greatest people. You can find some of the most douchebag people as well mm-hmm. um, that you don't want to be around. You don't want to affiliate with. You don't, you know, I know you didn't just leave your empty carton of worms right there, bro. Um, stuff like that. And that's just the small, that's the small, that's not the, you know, the, like the business side of it too, um, which, um, you know, I've spoken to some people, you know, just little tiny little stuff. And it's so um, greedy, dude. It's a greedy oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't purchase this amount, we're not going to back you. And it, mm-hmm. all of these crazy things it's insane. So um, the, I want to, you know, if there's any companies that want to grow, you know, and that's cool, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not pushing anything and I'm not forcing anything. And that's what, you know, that's what uh, I was, me and my wife had discussed. It. I'm not trying to make some, anything happen. I've done that my whole life with business with uh, the, the, the band, with a whole bunch of other things. I've just, you know, uh, it's going to be this way and that's what it is. And I want to allow this adventure to be that an adventure. You know, I don't want it to be this um, uh, this crazy schedule that I have to do this and I have to do that because now you're losing the passion behind it. You're losing the love and your family's not having fun anymore because you're trying to do this and that. And that's not what it's about mm-hmm. to us, to me. So um, now you have that whole... Um, professional these guys out here trying to you know hit 10 trillion followers and that's cool and they're trying to make money off of that stuff and if they do rounds of applause that's awesome um but i don't think that that should be our our focus at all um in the deal yeah no dude that's 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 so well said you know Mm -hmm. even myself i mean my instagram is a company Right, like, right. It's yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna have stuff also. So we're gonna <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be selling things also. But, but that's not the focus here. We haven't been doing that for a year. 
it's been the passion. So yeah, but yeah, go ahead, John. You your, know, your, your Instagram page is Bates. Yeah, it is it, it, it is Bates, but you know, it's I I looked at my feed the other day and I, I I'm sorry, I feel like I'm talking about myself, dude, but like I'm looking yeah, at my feed and I'm scrolling down and I was like, I I haven't posted bait pictures in like two weeks. Right. It's I, not about it's yeah. it's even though I, I run a bait company, it's not about the bait company anymore. It's about and it's a rare thing that you see that you see it on your story sometimes where you're in the garage. I got them while I got them, buddy. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get them while they're hot. They're gone. That's it. So <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Why not? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I I think you know for for like myself, I I just enjoy seeing everybody else's pictures. You know, just of, of people going out. It, I, I I tend to uh, have this thought sometimes that uh, the world's kind of losing itself, and maybe maybe I'm not the only one out there. But uh, yeah. it, it seems to me that that the world is losing itself, and to see people like yourself going out and enjoying, you know, the world fishing, uh, that makes me happy. Seeing people go out and hunt, that makes me happy. Seeing people go out and do these long hikes, that makes me happy. Or take photography, you know, photographs of these cool places or wildlife or whatever else. And, and right. so I, I enjoy seeing that by no means do I try to live vicariously through those people, but, um, sure. I know some people are seeking popularity. I know some people are seeking, right. uh, you know, the, the big commercial endorsements, but, uh, it seems to me like everybody else just wants, wants a few friends to be able to hang out and share with, you know, and, uh, and that's what I think we have with our yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what we have with our with sure. our community on Instagram is we just have a group of friends that and, and it's a big group of friends. That's the thing. It's not it's not like you're going to get together with one or two, go down and, and have a beer at the bar with them or, you know, go eat, you know, a pile of wings or whatever. But, you know, we, right. we get together and it's like, hey, you know, Sean got this one, you know, or, right. you know, like tennessee yak and tackle he got this one or the real fisher woman she went up slayed some walleye or yep. you know like like brandon you know he's always catching something and putting it up and doing all that or yep. nick you know pitching out tenkara you know doing all that so yeah we, so we got like all awesome. these guys you know or or then you got like the ah shit moments from our from our boy <laughs> jason you know like he had another one, you know, and, and he's got yeah. the cheap beer and, you know, all this other stuff and he's burning <laughs> off braid like crazy and all that, yeah. you know, uh, all those guys, you know, and we, yeah. we, we have this really cool little community group and, and, and what's cool is, is that we've had all of, all of you guys on the podcast. And, and so we're able to meet you guys, but everybody else is able to get a different perspective that you don't get in a few characters in the picture. So is this, sure. but it's, it's cool that you guys are willing to share that too. And I think yeah. that, that fishing has opened that up for all of us. For sure. Yeah, man, absolutely. I would have never, you know, and that's the thing I would do with me so many people if it wasn't for angling, you know, that's another thing. And um, if you're in, if you have the uh, per, uh, introverted personality, you're not very uh, social as it is. You're not just run around, shake people's hands and hug necks and stuff. Um, unless you're just family, but, <laughs> but um, um yeah, so th that's that's been a huge uh, icebreaker for me just to be able to, you know, open up and be myself around people and 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 I have to meet their whatever that is, you know. And that's another thing you guys were talking about it a few days ago, um, uh, with tackle, with gear, with rods and reels, and Brian had listed off uh, three thousand dollars carried on your body. And that's in fly equipment and, you know, that kind of stuff. And just 
um, now there's this expectation that you have to, like, that's another thing, you know, that we, uh, we got to watch out for, because like you're saying, that's this huge deal, you know, in, in America is be, have the best shows, the best, the most, you know, bougie oh, yeah. real gets the most likes. And that's, and that, see, that becomes, that becomes the drive is having the bougie real, <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I mean? It's for fancy ass, $500, whatever. Yeah on a $700, whatever. Right. And that's kind of like the benchmark. Now, if you don't have this, you're not cool. How, how ridiculous and horrible is that, that our sport would even ever as a child, when we were little kids fishing Zebco 33, mm -hmm. see, that's what John had asked earlier about what makes, you know, what made you go back to bass fishing was that there wasn't no, there wasn't no judgment. There wasn't no fear. There wasn't no, there was nothing but that moment and your Zebco and, you know, so, um, I just, you know, we're watching the sport change in front of us too now, especially with kayak fishing, it's growing like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and now we're going to, you know, and, it, and everybody's been an inexperienced or unexperienced angler before. And now we have a bunch of new kayak anglers that are that way also right now, because of, you know, the last year's deals, so, um, and saying that to say, it's kind of on us if we've, you know, have any experience not to um, critique and beat down and belittle, but just to give them that little, hey, man, TFDs are cool, stuff like that, you know, you know, yeah. look out for your etiquette or, you know, don't cast right in front of this dude kind of deal. Uh, can you not leave your beer cans right where my kids are sitting Yeah, kind of deal? So that's... Um, I want us to, you know, just kind of, and and that's all I want to, you know, everybody to, to kind of hold their own and their little thing. And that's back to just full circle to catch and release. I only do catch and release. Look, man, I used to, we used to eat catfish and crappie and all of that, you know, and I'm not afraid to, but I know that there's some other dude taking 45 of these out today. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're going to say something, John? Or sorry. Yeah, go ahead, John. Dude, I was just going to say, like, I would clap right now, but this mic would pick it all up, dude. Like you, you nailed it. Like that, that's it. That's it, dude. That is it. Like being a good steward of the sport, not being a, not being an asshole, not being a piece of crap, mm -hmm. like helping people. And everybody's so wrapped up. I've done it myself. Like, Oh man, this photo did, this photo only got like 67 likes. I was like, oh man, this phone only got 67 likes. What am I doing wrong? I'm not doing a yeah. damn thing wrong. It's You're not about wrong, it's not about the likes. Yeah. It's a it's <laughs> it's not about the likes. I, I don't care about the likes. I don't do hashtags right. anymore. I don't tag people anymore. Because it doesn't matter. I'm just right. posting what I want to post because this is John right. Morris's page. I, yeah. I'm not like Brian said, dude. And I love this. And I know you love it too. We're not here to play Vanity Fair with the fish. No, no. no. You don't take a picture of every single fish you catch, buddy. What are you stressing these fish out for? No, so, dude. <laughs> no, it, it, you know, you like, know that's a beautiful fish. I'm going to share this one. Yeah. But the other nine, no one will ever know of. So, no. you know, so yeah, I get you on that, man. And that's awesome what Brian said on that one, too. Well, <laughs> it, it, here's where I come from with it. Now, I, anybody can do with their fish whatever the hell they want to do with it. Right. Sure, man. I don't sure, care man. if you, you take that son of a bitch, drag it up on the bank and beat its ass to death and bleed it out. Just make sure you take it home and eat it. 
right? That's right. That's or right. let it go. Now, you? but but I see, you know, I see these, and and I see it with steelheads. So that really twists me sideways because we're we're really struggling with dams and water temperature and everything else with steelhead. I'll use that as my example because it really pisses me off. So I'll say something really wild here. Okay, I'll see I'll see some douchebag jackass on a coast river, and he's standing there. Uh, he's got he's got the stupid flat bill hat on and nothing against flat bills by the way but it's just you know they're they're doing this they got the glasses on with the flat bill doing all this stuff right and and they're holding this steel head tilted upside down like this how fucking long did it take you to get that picture with that fish because every time i grab something with that much power in it that son of a bitch wants to jump out of my hand right. i don't take pictures of wild fish that i catch there's a reason why I don't take pictures of wild fish because they'll beat themselves to death on the rocks while I sit there and screw around with my camera. You caught it, you looked at it, you unhooked it, and you kick it back. I, sure. It drives me crazy that everybody wants to just, you know, hand fuck these fish to death. Yeah. You know, sure you know, it's just just so I can get a picture from my social media page. Don't fuck with the fish. It's yeah. that simple. Just yeah, and, uh, unhook it and let it go. For sure. Yeah, I totally yeah. appreciate that, man. And, and uh, I, you know, me and my wife, we watch uh, some of Shano Gorman stuff on Instagram. I don't know if you guys heard of Shano Gorman. He's a um, fisheries biologist. And uh, I found out about him from Andrew Hayes's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and being a fisheries biologist, the dude has the knowledge, not some, you know, in that field. So um, when he when he talks, I kind of listen a little bit. And and uh, he said, you know, you have these fish out of the water and how long can you hold your breath, right? If you just hold your breath right now comfortably, how long can you hold your breath? I don't know, 30 seconds comfortably without feeling winded after? That's how yeah. long that fish should be out of the water. That's, yeah. right? So, and that's and what that's any fish, any fish. Correct. Now, you know, you know, a catfish live out of water for like 12 hours. Right. You know, and so will a sturgeon, a bass, you know, they'll, they'll live out of water for like 12 hours. Uh, and then walk back with their uh, side fins right back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That, crazy, it, yeah. National Geographic stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, you, you take something like, you know, a trout or a salmon or a steelhead or even a redfish for that matter or a speckled trout or um, a gar. You know, I, I'm sure a gar could live out of water for quite a while, but why test it? You know, if, if you don't plan on eating that fish and if you can't keep that fish because of regulations, enjoy the fight, turn it loose. Go for the one that came out of the hatchery that you, all your money for your tags yeah, and your licensing and everything else you paid for. Take pictures of those ones. Those ones are put in a river to kill. So kill right. them. Yeah, for sure. Yes, sir. Dude, like I, I think about that too, man, because... Like some of these gar I'm catching, they're they're honest like trophies. They, these are these yeah. are old fish, and I'm taking these pictures so I can get measurements and stuff. And it's it stresses it literally stresses me out because there's a whole lot of teeth, and it, it's it's not about me getting hurt. It's like man, I have to get this fly out of this fish's mouth. I have to, which is a garbage disposal. Yeah, more in the, well, yeah, yeah more in the old setting all the time. Yeah, just man, just teeth everywhere. So and and it's like, man, I've, I've this fish decided to play ball with me, 
And oh, I you're talking have, about a bar. I'm sorry. I must be. Yeah. I must have heard one. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I I have to get this fish back in the water as fast as I can, but I've got to get this picture for these measurements. Right. And it's it, it's stressful, man. Like I haven't been gar fishing in like a while, honestly, because because of that. Wow. It's like. Yeah, I remember we had talked a, a couple of weeks ago, and you were like right there, brother. Yeah, getting that record, and uh, I remember the amount of stoke in your voice. <laughs> we had talked while that was going on, like right after it had happened, um, right after that had just happened. You're all this just happened, you know? And, um, yeah, which looked to be record size to me, but that's you know not my. <laughs> yeah. But for that you know, species, those, bizarre, it's big. That's big. That's it's big. just like any fish, man. I, I don't know. At, at times, fishing kind of stresses me out, dude, because I don't want to hurt these fish more than I need to. I know. And the more and the longer you do this, isn't that weird. You're it's funny you're saying this. Um, the other day, I'm like, man, dude, I wonder because I had you know cranked set a hook and and pulled a hole, you know. Yeah, and that's rough. When I bought on a on a a five aught hook. Um, this, this small gaft of a stout, heavy gauge wire hook, um, and uh, medium action rod, and I think it's 15 pound fluoro. But with that medium heavy rod, there's not a whole bunch of parabolic bend to load and all of that. It's barely, you know, it's the first three eyes on that fast action, just barely, and then it's backbone of them. So I think that's what it is. I got a, uh, I don't know, with that rod, maybe not, <laughs> maybe just sweep set a little lighter. Um, because that happened the other day and I felt bad about it, dude. You know, this fish got, you know, he's got a heel a little bit right here because a little paper spot. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, where I had set that hook. Um, and I've lost fish before that way too, setting a hook too hard. So, because now you've ripped this, you know, you've sliced a piece of this fish's <laughs> mouth and it can easily shake this hook. So, yeah. So, totally felt there, brother, on the, the longer we do this, the more in love we become with these these uh, aquatic creatures, yeah. right? Dude, so I, I think something that would give you some peace of mind is buy a hook sharpener if you don't already have one. Mm -hmm. No, seriously, sharpen your hooks, dude. And uh, like all my hooks are super, super sharp. And right. it makes your hook set clean it makes it very very clean and it makes hook removal very very easy easy and i'm sure it makes it sex easier also yeah yeah just because of the sheer the size of the point right because like on light wire hooks which i try to use when i'm in the, in the kayak i try to go to a light wire hook jig because it's obviously it's not as uh, as thick around of a wire gauge so it's easier to, to penetrate the fish so and i've been thinking about just going to light wire hooks period and just stop using those, you know, five and seven on uh, monster um, jig hooks. So. Yeah. Indeed, it's a, yeah, dart hooks are much better. If you, if you want to look on like the much better for sure. fishing, you know, sharp hooks are the way to go because you got to think if you, you ever cut yourself with a dull knife, it sucks. Sure. It sucks, but you cut it's yourself a with a sharp knife. Sure. And you're like, sense, you're like, whoa, did I just actually cut myself? Mm -hmm. It's it's the same thing. And I'm sure out of the box, they're not even as sharp as, or out of the bag, wherever you're getting them from. No, they're I'm not. Sure they can, you can, yeah. 
right on this good information. See, yeah, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> when, when, when you do sharpen them, you just want them to kind of, you know, uh, put them on your fingernail. They should be sticky. Like, like you yeah, get them sharp enough to where it's like mm -hmm. sticky, you know, where, the, uh, uh, sorry, the thin wire owner hooks are kind of like that out of the bag. They're super sticky, but yeah, yeah those, those are good hooks. Like, like I think yeah. that they're pretty my sharp. Yeah. yeah. Those are some I, of my favorites. I, I tend to use uh, gamakatsu. Uh, they're more prevalent up here, uh, but they come out of the bag sharp when I when I change out. See, he's got them. Yeah, the owner. Oh, there it is! Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Uh, understand? These are uh, these are the sniper finesse hooks. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, super sharp hooks, and, and they come out of the bag really sharp. So, right, that's the nice part of them. Right. So, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to play around with. Yeah. yeah and, like, <laughs> and as far as a, a good hook sharpener goes, uh, one of the work sharp sharpeners is actually really good. Uh, they have, they have a little honing stone on them and all that. You could probably get something different, but it's got a little white hone on it. And then it's got like a fine and a medium grit, but you can sharpen your knives on it too, or axe oh, or, cool. you know, whatever, Perfect. whatever else you need. So it's got a, a leather strope on the back and everything. They're, they're a really good sharpener. So just throwing it oh, out cool. there that's that it's multi. yeah i can yeah because i got uh, a lot of knives so that's cool yeah. too yeah <laughs> right on uh, multi-function yeah for sure yeah good information so other uh, other than just doing your thing fishing and everything else uh future plans all that people are interested in finding out more about you or checking out your pictures how 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 can they get a hold of you? Yeah, um, uh, tackle box breakdown on Instagram, um, and uh, the adaptive angler on YouTube, which we have started the page. Um, have some videos, just like you gentlemen saw. I got off at six, and <laughs> we're yeah. doing the, you know, and that's every day. So that's just gotta. I'm gonna have to pri prioritize some time weekly to really focus on that, you know, and uh, make that make that happen even though i'm telling myself i'm not going to push things but i'm going to have to prioritize some time for that and, and start that that deal up but adaptive anchor on youtube tackle box breakdown on instagram and we shall see <laughs> <laughs> well i i think it's definitely worthwhile for everybody to get out there and, and check out sean's youtube and and support him uh, like we were talking about earlier in this podcast it, it's a really important thing uh to uh understand that a lot of time and effort goes into a lot of this stuff um one of the big things is is that you know we we all put in a lot of time sean puts in a lot of time and he puts in a lot of energy into his posts and everything else and uh you know that that mutual respect back and forth that's a really important thing so anyways uh john you got anything else for sean sean they just Thanks so much, honestly, man. Like, I know we've been friends for a while, but thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, it, it, mean, it means a lot to me that my buddies are willing to come on here and just bullshit with us for an hour or so and just talk fishing, and I appreciate that, man. Absolutely, John. Yeah, I mean, I really respect you guys and appreciate you. Thanks for having me on here, and uh, look forward to talking soon in the future. Let's go fishing, John. <laughs> All right, dude. You have to go fishing, brother, just down the street. Yeah, yeah you take me to some of those spots you go to in uh, Arkansas. I will. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah, Sean, thanks again for coming on, talking to us tonight. Uh, you know, we got 
I, I, it was my fault. We were delayed full disclaimer because I, I am going ballistic salmon fishing. So I can't, hey, get, yeah, I'll I can't, too, but... <laughs> yeah, well, I can't get myself off the river when I start seeing Chrome flashes go by and stuff. It's right. like, it's like, Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. Nothing else matters right now. You know, podcast <laughs> right? and you know, yeah. all life. this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Life, you know, going to the store, right. eating, you know, bathing, it doesn't matter. That's all second after that at the yeah, moment exactly moment. you know so the moment. Yes. but but i really do appreciate your flexibility with that last night we would have we would have recorded it last night but tonight you know i i feel like uh you know this was awesome thank you so much it's it's so awesome to have you as a friend and and uh awesome brian thank you very stuff. much yeah humbling very humbling i appreciate you john appreciate you brian you guys have a great night thanks you too, john. sean take care bud Talk soon. all right bye now all right folks well that's it for this episode. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Working Class Fishing. If you got any uh, suggestions for us, you can email it over to workingclassfish at gmail.com. And make sure if you're watching this on YouTube at our Working Class Fishing page that you hit the like and subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to us so that you get all of our most recent video updates. Uh, we're always looking for new guests on here. We're looking for new content ideas. We're looking for uh, suggestions, everything else. Uh, we, we even get spelling corrections or uh, pronunciation corrections in our uh, little notes there. So uh, we appreciate all of those comments that you guys put in there. That took you effort to put in just as much as us. So we really appreciate it. Thanks again, everybody. Hope everybody has a wonderful week. Get out there and go get some fish. See ya.